0: All right, well, this is totally different than what we normally do. want to welcome you to our special mission service. Uh, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 15, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on Him to save them unless they believe Him? And how can they believe in Him if they have never heard about Him? And how can they hear about Him Unless someone tells them. And how will anyone go and tell them without first being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring the good news. Let's pray real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, uh, for this team. We thank you for the time that they had in Mexico. I pray, God, that you would be with us this morning as we share uh, about our exploits for you. How, Lord, you directed us how we obeyed, how, Lord, these uh, uh, young men were able to be used by you, and now they want to bring all honor and all glory to you. And so, Lord, just bless our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So on January 26, 2022, earlier this year, Cross Point Church gathered for our annual vision and business meeting. During our gathering, we shared our ministry reports, we gave you the state of the church address, and we considered the future of our ministry. Specifically, we cast our vision for 2022 and what we wanted to accomplish for Jesus. Part of that was reviewing our mission statement that says, we exist to lead people to the cross so that Jesus Christ becomes the center of their lives. That's our mission statement. Again, we want our vision statement, to our vision to answer the question, How are we going to lead people to the cross? And one of the ways that we planned on doing that this year was to send a missions team to Mexico. Well, the four-member team seated here before you this morning, they answered the call, and they said yes to representing Crosspoint and Jesus Christ in Mexico. And I could not be more proud as a pastor and a father. Can we glorify God for these young men this morning? I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. At the end of their ministry in Mexico, missionary David Beck said, and I quote, 140 lives saved. Four (laughs) miracles. 55 Bibles given out to new believers. These areas were tough areas of ministry, but God is good. All glory to God. Amen? Amen. Listen, that's how it's done, and this team rocked it for Jesus in Mexico. And and once again, I want to give glory to God. Can we do that one more time? So I I made sure that there was a box of tissues. We're going to get emotional. I'll be the first one. I'll lead the way. We're going to get emotional. The team does not have a script. So they have no idea what we're going to ask them this morning. But let's get into it because we want to hear from them. So first, Brian, you've got the mic. It's powered. I want to ask you all individually, why did you say yes to Mexico? And be honest. Listen, if it was was the food, let us know. But um, we don't get there. Don't get ahead of
1: ourselves. Why did you say yes to Mexico? Go ahead, Brian. Start us off. Um, So it's been a couple of years that I've really felt a calling to do some sort of mission trip, um, it just never worked out, whether it was financial, I couldn't get the time off from work, um, and it's but it's just always been there. So when it was brought up that there was a team going, I just said yes. Yeah. Um, so I will be perfectly clear with everybody Good. here, Good. I did not go <clears throat> to babysit these men. <laughs> I went because God wanted me to go. Amen. Hey, man, awesome! I just couldn't be happier or more proud to have been better part of it. Um, Hallelujah! So awesome! That's it.
0: <laughs> so why did you say yes to Mexico? Because Dad asked me to.
2: <laughs> it
3: was kind of a weird, like how it came up, like Close. I, closer. Closer. Yes. That better? Yep. All right. <laughs> it was like, kind of weird how it came up because I was like praying and I was like, you know what, like, it would be great to go on a missions trip and like I was praying for like two months and I was just like, you know what, the opportunity will come off when it comes up, whatever. And I had no clue you guys had talked about like a missions trip at all yeah. and then dad reached out and I was like, uh, is, this, is this actually <laughs> happening? Like, is this for real? Cause like, hold on. And like we just kept, like we talked about it, and I was just like, "This is actually happening, right?" Yes, like, it's real. <laughs> but it was just like each really amazing experience, to, like awesome, be able to go out and praise God, pray over these kids and so these adults, and just minister to all of them. Awesome, Owen. Oh, why
0: did you say yes to Mexico? Yeah, let's give it up. Yeah.
4: Uh, so for me, I, I plan to do missions anyway with my life. That's where God's called me to. Oh, I went to Africa last year. We sent him to Africa. Hallelujah. Yeah, and that's, I, I feel called to Africa, but uh, I knew the Becks before from faith. Uh, they come up a little yeah. while, and, and um, they're just wonderful people, and they're they're really good at what they do. So my mother called, and she's like, hey, so Crosspoint's doing a, a trip to Mexico. Uh, you want to go? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I figured it's more experience, and really, it was. Mm. It was awesome. 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 Yeah. why so, yeah. yes to
5: Mexico, Cleveland? Um, it sounded really awesome. Um, honestly, I was sitting in class when my dad asked me to go, and I was like, I've "Never been on this trip before. Let's do it." And just wanted to be obedient and just go and see what the Lord would do so yeah it was awesome awesome all right so keep going Peter now that you
0: said yes and the planning gets going where in Mexico were you going to minister like what region and town Mexico's really big I don't know if any of you have even looked at a map uh, in a while since geography class to see how big that nation is
5: and so where in Mexico did you go so originally when they said we were going to Mexico, I thought we were gonna be like what do you think Mexico, you think like near Texas or like, we were we're like border. We were like almost in Guatemala, like central, like like So all southern part, Mexico. Like right. at the bottom, yeah. So we were in Chiapas, it's the state that was called we were in Tuxla for the most of it and then we like traveled to different villages and different little towns inside of the area yeah, awesome that's where we were. Awesome. Alright, so slide the mic down to somebody
0: else. How did you all communicate, and that's fun. how did you all communicate with the missionary, and what was the plan for Mexico originally, and
1: how did that change? How did you communicate? Um, we just talked, and how I did people translate us? <laughs> <laughs> um, before the trip, before the oh, trip. Oh, before the trip? Yeah, yeah. How, did, how did
0: you communicate with him? How did you?
1: Oh, oh, we, we had Zoom meetings, um, we were prepared. Um, to do a specific week of ministry, and then we had an emergency follow-up meeting um, because everything had changed. Why do you want to share the... that?
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> as, as gently as you can. So um, the area that the Becks have their church in Um, had been deemed unsafe due to child trafficking um, and the women ring. Um, So we had to change our plans at the very last minute and um, that's why we spent most of our time in Tuxla because we had a pastor friend down there that we had planned the back half of the week. So they filled the front half of our week Missioning out in those areas too because it just wasn't safe for not only us as Americans But even the backs at their home church there. There's still safety issues. Mm. So um, It was serious attacks from the get-go So we were just asked to pray and fast um, That we could kind of just keep the trip the way it was now, but we have to make those changes So
0: I don't know if there's anything else but Every time God calls us to do something for the kingdom of God, all of hell tries to stop us or at least slow us down.
1: Uh, did you experience any of this getting to Mexico? <laughs> Obviously. Um, so it, it was, you know, it, it started with that. Um, at our original meeting, they had asked us to begin to pray because they had witnessed and been experiencing some demonic attacks already down there. Um, and when we planned our itinerary, um, we didn't realize that we would be awake for over 36 hours traveling, missing connecting flights, um, being searched by TSA, um, because we had a Bible in our carry-on, um, no joke. had his Bible and his carry-on, and they inspected it because it was suspicious. <laughs> was it a large family body or something? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, just a nice little innocent Bible. Um, but, I mean, so, and in, in that, I mean, again, when I say I'm proud, we stayed in the JFK Airport for eight hours, sitting on the floor, waiting, waiting and waiting, and waiting. Hot, hungry, tired. Yeah. Um, And we might have taken a nap a little bit, 20 minutes here and there, but, but everybody stayed positive. And that was really just a testament to knowing that God really called us to do this. We weren't there for us. Yeah. we were there for him and Amen. you know to, to see these guys uh, I was ready I was done like, <laughs> I, but because they were positive it, it helped awesome. me stay positive awesome. and, and focused on awesome. why we were here and no matter what the enemy threw at us we were going to get there and we were gonna see some amazing things all right pass that mic down let somebody else take a
0: take a try so you arrived super late uh, to Mexico and finally you get to get some rest. Uh, what was your first impression of Mexico the next day? When you woke up after a long. What was your first impression? I'm sure you looked out the window. I'm sure. And no? There were no windows. No, I just. I got, I got, I got, go ahead, share.
3: First impression. Honestly, my first impression was like, it didn't look any different. Like, it didn't really, like, scream this is Mexico. It was just. <laughs> I <laughs> 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 okay. the, 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 the mango trees? not the mango trees. <laughs> oh, this, <okay. laughs> the roads, the, the dry roads, Okay. <laughs> the roads were definitely different, like their speed bumps were every like two minutes, and they weren't just like a normal speed bump, <laughs> they were two feet, <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> some of the roads like that we went off, like the back roads, they literally were inclined <laughs> like this, it was like, where Yeah. We, what are we doing? Like, is the car gonna go up that way? And I was like, it was just, it was very like different. Different. But like, when we first it called in at night, but like, it didn't seem. Different. Somebody else want to get on that? What was your first impression? It
4: was hot. It was, it was hot. First oh, somebody asked, how hot was it? It was. It, it was. Yeah, it was really hot. Yeah, it <laughs> it's not that bad. But it was. It was like hundred degrees. Humid. Oh yeah. You know, Florida. Right. Florida, I mean, Florida you know. summer. Yeah, yeah It was like air soup, but um, I just remember driving across. I'm like, oh, these roads are normal, but I look over to my right and there's like this wilderness. I'm like, everything in there could kill yeah. me. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the people seemed nice. Um, it's it was a pretty area. I mean, it was dark when we got there, but after that, Mexico was beautiful, hot. Um, yeah. Alright, so day one. Well,
5: first impressions, do you have anything different to say? Um, so, for me at least, it was very different. Um, we got there and, like, every, like it's just it's a beautiful place to be in. Just like, coming in, we came in at night, and then we drove to the hotel. Um, we didn't really get to see anything. The next morning was really when we got to, like, see Mexico. Like, we did all this work, and finally we were here. Lots of colors. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was awesome. So like we step out, and it's just like city everywhere. There's like life everywhere. People talking Spanish everywhere. Spanish on the walls. It's I love it. Um, a lot going on. They fly. They like they drive fast in Florida. And they
1: drive fast in Mexico. That's why they're the speed bumps. So, uh, yeah, it was it's
5: it's amazing. Um, a lot going on. So
0: day one schedule, what did you do? So that day one would have been that Saturday, right? So you slept, did you sleep in or did you get up right and early?
1: Some people slept in.
0: Okay, so you had to connect, because the, the missionary and his family, they stayed at the hotel as well. Again, they're out of their area because of what they told you at the beginning, things have changed. So the home base is the, is it the Hilton? Is it the whatever? Yeah. The Hilton Mexico <laughs> might not be like the Hilton over here, just saying, but maybe. Um, day one schedule. What did you do that Saturday? Yeah, you don't have the the main thing that's that, that sticks out. So
1: we give give them a yeah. hand. <laughs> we um, actually gathered together as our mission group, um, and and it was more than just you
0: guys, right? It was uh, a there was
1: another gentleman from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Randy's from Pennsylvania. <coughs> He's been with the Becks for forever. Right. Um, and then the Becks and their three children. Um, so we all gathered together, we went out, we finally got something real to eat, um, and we went to visit our home church and get to meet them. Um, so it was really the first experience that we had with the language barrier. Mm. Um, fortunately, both of the Becks and one of their children were able to to translate with us. Um, But any of you speak Spanish? (laughs) We relied on Caleb a little bit, for real. Um, He was very helpful when it came to ordering food. Um, (laughs) Which was was a priority. Uh, But no, he was actually able to communicate a few things with us um, while, when we were detained in Mexico. Um, trying to find our, our date to our connecting flight. He was actually able to communicate and, and find out where we needed to go to, to catch the flight. So he, he was helpful as well. Um, but we just got together and we we practiced um, songs and we just got to kind of know them. We ate with them. Spanish <laughs> songs um, Spanish worship song. which you know thanks to Miss Teresa and the kids program we are familiar with hand movements um we just had to figure out what it meant in Spanish to yes. actually learn what we were trying to do with the hand movements um so we did that and then we actually did um they call it a drama um, okay it's a skit um yeah. that um the all of the kids got together, the Spanish kids, and, and these guys. So let's, um, let's pause to present let's, for- Let's watch that drama. Each yeah. of the, um, the churches that we visited.
0: Let's uh, catch them up. Let's.
1: What is what is it about? Keep playing. Keep playing. Um, So the beginning, Owen is playing God, Um, God. and it just goes through the story of how he created man, um, and then he walks man through all of the things that he created, um, and then all of the other kids represent of the enemy of the world that would distract and pull away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pull them away from from God. And then um, as we wrap up, it just shows the struggle that all of those things will try you to separate and, you know, but God is still always there, um, pulling for you uh, by your side and, you know, in the end, God will win.
0: So this was the, this was the skit,
1: the drama that you did the whole time? Yeah, so we did this at each of the services, um, and we also sang the songs, um, and then we gave testimonies and prayed at all of the churches that we went to. Did you each get to do testimonies or how, how did that work? Uh, so, if, we didn't have a plan. We were just told, um, at a right. meeting that we needed to be prepared with the testimony, uh, message of salvation, um, and just... That was it. We were ready at any point. Um, so uh, the first night, Owen actually got to preach to the the group of teens at he our home church. It was an actual message that he delivered. It was translated for him, um, and then we we were able to uh, to all um, participate in in one of the services and, and give testimony um, and invite people and let them know why. Um, it's so important to accept
0: Christ. Amen. 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 Pass the mic down. So how many different places did you get to minister at? You can kind of get together on that one. How many different places? It was
3: five different places. We
0: five different places. And was it ministry uh, to children, to it teens, adults? It was mostly adults, children. Mostly children? Yeah. Okay. And all in a church, or how did that... Um, they... <laughs> that was Church. Yeah. Well, that, that's my next question. Describe churches in Mexico.
3: <laughs> Very different from. Very churches. different. You yeah. gotta, you gotta use some yeah. adjectives. You gotta, <laughs> um, uh, come on. Most okay. of the churches were like cinder blocks and like no flooring. Cinder block, dirt flooring. Dirt flooring. And flooring. And tin roof yeah. most of the time. That tin died, roof. Um, there was like no doors, nothing. No, no doors. Door. Wide yeah. open. Yeah. Come as you are. Yep. All some right. of the churches had, like, platforms for, like, where people would preach, and some of them did not. Some of them did not. Yeah. All right. So you can pass the mic.
0: Anything else on the description? Any colors? Any... The chairs, almost, in some instances, I thought looked homemade? Yeah. Or I'll something I'll chair. that you to, chair. would... Broke
2: a chair. Yeah,
4: I broke one of those oh, chairs. Oh, it broke a chair. <laughs> <laughs> they had us playing musical chairs, and uh, I got competitive, and, uh, yeah, the chair, like, the whole frame bent. All right. I'm strong now. All, all right. right. So. really colorful too. Like They're either cinder block or like reds and whites and. Lots of and colors. All yeah. All right.
0: So, from my experience, ministry has a tendency to stretch you. Did any of you feel you were being stretched? And if so, how? I, You can pass. it, was stretched again. Okay. Pass.
5: Caleb, we'll take it. Caleb. I mean, I've never used a translator before, so that was unique. That was yeah. like... You speak, then, then they... Then they speak, and then yeah. but it was cool. Um like so that, I guess. All right. Um,
0: what else, who else? Or unless you um, have something else. How are you stretched?
1: Brian has a thousand things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Brian. Um, oh, I can't. <laughs> 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 so, before I went to Mexico, and I mean, I'm talking several months before, um, I've just been feeling I mean, it's an obvious attack, but feeling less than, uh, feeling not worthy. Um, so, I decided that I was gonna be obedient this time and I was gonna go to Mexico Mm. and I was going to do what I needed to do. Amen. Um, And I mean, I I was able to actually communicate it too with the the group that we worked with. um, Is, I still felt that when I got to Mexico. Um, And then you throw the language barrier on top of it and it just kind of, it had the opportunity to be crippling, right. and I actually refused. And that is how I stretched myself. I prayed for people in a language that they didn't understand. I talked to people through hand gestures and grabbing someone to be like, "Come, come and talk to me." And you know, that was one thing that at the beginning, when we did meet up um, on that Saturday, is the Vex told us to, to not hold back. And that was my stretching. I wasn't holding back. I was gonna say what I felt I needed to say in a language that I needed Hallelujah. to say it in. Um, so it was just really awesome. quite an experience to, to kind of work through that and um, and just just know that, again, when we put all of our trust in, in God, he's gonna do the right thing. And, and he did uh, pass the mic. What
0: was it like praying for people around the altars? Were they receptive? How was that, like,
3: after things happened? Um, most, well, actually, all the people at the altar was pretty receptive, like, the kids were pretty receptive, like, adults were pretty receptive of, like, yeah. us praying over them. Yeah. It was really interesting to see some of these people that are coming up, because, like, sure. we, went into the streets and were knocking on doors and people were asking kids, like, come, we have candy, we have games, like, we yeah. have a church service going on. And like, you can't do that in America. <laughs> that would just seem like weird. Like, come without your parents. Like, let's go, come on, like, in a couple minutes. Oh, like, yes. let's come over here and oh, yes. Like, that's a little weird in America. But like, all the there, kids yes. that would get there, like, were very receptive, even though they didn't know who God was or... It was very amazing like one of the churches we went to it started off with three kids three kids three okay. kids and they were like all right like let's go in the town and see who we can get and we ended up with like 150 kids. 150 kids wow. so wow.
0: Wow. praying for people anything different open
4: receptive it was you just they were very receptive. By the brother, I'll say that. They hungry were for God. Very hungry. You'd see people just at the altar weeping, and, and just like they come, they come up weeping. Mm. Like a lot of times you see people come to the altar and then they start weeping, but these people were already weeping. Yeah. They get out of their seat from back to the church and come all the way up weeping, asking for somebody, anybody to pray for them. Sure. You know, and they're so they're so desperate, for whatever need it was. And they're so they have so much faith. Yeah. It's gonna get resolved. It's all they're just weeping. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know? Hallelujah. Alright. So pass it. Uh, listen,
0: we love to worship, cross point, we love to worship. How how was worship in Mexico
5: different than our worship? What was it like trying to worship in a different language? It was awesome. Um, they get down in Mexican church. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was sweet. Um so obviously in Spanish and our uh, group spoke English, so it, it was definitely learning, but it was like, it was worshiping in a language that we didn't understand, but we could kind of, or like you could understand like what they were saying, sort of. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it yeah. was just like, Saint it was really beautiful. Yeah, Saint it was beautiful. Um, people were just so hungry <laughs> and like, the way they worshiped it's just with so much joy and, um, People when it's like a song of praise, they just like, they were, they were really pressing and, and they, they loved it. it so you got cool. to hang
0: out uh, with some young people, yeah. and uh, you sang a song that you learned in Spanish Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. um, Check this out.
5: So, in 6th grade, I learned, our Spanish teacher made us all learn uh, Spanish. Spanish, Spanish pop songs. It was weird, but we had to like sing it in front of our class and stuff like that. So it was forever ago. I, I literally forgot that I knew the whole song. Um, this is a song. Word for Word. Yeah. Greg Cristian Castro's Called No Podras. It's a 90s pop song, I think. I, I know the whole song. I've known it since 6th grade. in meaning? i I'm not, <laughs> not, not going to sing it. But did it for them. Yeah. So we were in the van, just like going somewhere, and I don't know what we were talking about. It's like if I know any Spanish songs or whatever. I was like, yeah, please, i God. And, oh, I know this one song. And I started singing it, and they loved it. Like, they all knew the song. Like, it's like a big deal in Mexico. Like, they knew it. They were like... And you, an American, were singing it to them. I know all the words. I've, I've known it since. this <laughs> great so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, it was just a funny moment. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Acts 1 8, you can pass the mic. Acts 1 8
0: in the Bible says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Did any of you sense God's power in Mexico?
4: And if you did, what difference did it make? We, we sensed it all the time. It was all around all the time. I mean, you you'd feel it walking into a place, or or going somewhere, or just being with people. But then, like you you'd see it. Like we saw, like you said, five miracles. Great, mm. like that. We were, we, were, we were praying for this little boy at this one point. Yeah, And he was sitting on a motorcycle. He'd never spoken a word in his life, never even made a sound. Oh, listen yeah. to this. And he said his first words in front of his mother, who's oh. like sitting there weeping. because she's hurt. She's so talking. were you all involved in
0: that? You all laid hands yeah. On, yeah. on this like little words. boy, never spoke in his life. Mm-hmm. They laid hands and prayed in the name of Jesus. And he spoke his first words.
2: They got to see that.
0: That was my next question, actually. <laughs> did any of you see a miracle, and what was it like? What was it like to see that miracle happen in front of you?
4: You just kind of had to pause for a second, like, did that, did that just happen? Like, yeah, I just, and you look over and be like, oh, Jordan, did that just happen? Like, yeah, that just happened. <laughs> it wasn't faith. It wasn't. So, yeah. All right, cool, it happened. Praise the Lord, you know? Yeah. But it was, it was incredible, and it was definitely, like, definitely a faith builder to see the Lord's work and his power. Just. And that, that boy's life, I mean, that's that's a, that's a big event, you know? And just to know that that's something that's going to impact him, it's going to impact his mother.
0: Prayer in Jesus' name healed him.
4: Amen.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> any other miracles or any other things that stand out to you? Go ahead. Um,
3: one of the ones um, that I witnessed um, was this boy his feet were sideways and could barely walk, and um it was me, dad, and Randy like we just laid hands on him for a good 10-15 minutes and um at first like he was like he was having like his legs wouldn't straighten out and like we just kept praying for him. His legs ended up like straightening out. He took a couple steps. Yeah. And um they went back and like we just kept praying and praying and praying it was like a good half an hour yeah just praying over this little boy see we don't do that anymore if we don't see the answer we just quit walk away said
0: maybe not today's not the day but they continued they kept on praying they saw
3: kind of a halfway and then it went back and they continued praying so by the end of it i mean like his feet weren't fully healed but they weren't as sideways as they were they were off like I would say, like, halfway there, and, like, um, so, like, Brandy had talked to the mother, and he's, like, just keep praying over him, like, it will happen. Hallelujah. And and it was just, like, amazing to see him go from not being really able to walk to almost being able to walk. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Miracles.
3: Any more to add to that? I mean,
1: those were were two of the, the big ones that... We really just were able to to take part in. Um, there was just so many groups of people praying for so many groups of people like Owen said they were they were hungry like they just came and they came expecting and it's almost like they came expecting us to bring it to them and it's like that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody who doesn't just walk around laying hands on people and praying for people out loud because like even if I'm touching you and praying for you, I'm really quiet about it, but that's not what they wanted. That's not what they expected. And again, it just falls into to being obedient. So to be able to, to see these things happen and for people to come up to you to have you pray for them, not just, oh, they're kneeling at the altar, let's pray over them. Like, no, they came to us yeah. and, you know, Lily would walk people over and be like, okay, this lady would like you to pray for her. She can't get pregnant and she wants to have a baby. And you just put your hand on her shoulder or her head and she immediately just breaks down. And she's just trusting that the words that you're gonna say are going to to bring it to her. And it's just, yeah. it was just the most incredible, humbling experience that unfortunately We get to share with each other, and we can only tell you the stories. But the feelings and emotions that came with this trip are just incredible. And I mean, even telling the stories don't bring it justice. Um, to, To see this boy's legs straighten and for him to get up and to hear these sounds come out of this child's mouth and not even knowing that he's never mumbled at all. His mother, just started to, like, uncontrollably sob and almost fall to the ground. And then she finally said that she's never heard a sound come out of his mouth. Hallelujah. Like, it just, Hallelujah. it's the most incredible thing. And, you know, it's, let's give God praise. Let's give God praise. It, it's just something that, you know, it's, it's amazing because we're just four guys from New Hampshire and we went to Mexico and said yes. we're able to witness God working through us for these people and you know we have the ability to do that right here, we have the ability to do it right now and and that's something that we've all committed to to continuing. Amen. All right, pass the mic, hallelujah, amen.
0: 140 souls were saved. People gave their hearts and lives to Jesus because you said yes and went to Mexico. How does that make you feel?
3: Honestly, like, hearing that number, it didn't seem, I would not say it didn't seem like that, like that many, but it's just honestly amazing for the few churches we went to. Yeah like, in the short amount of time we had, Was this your first mission trip? Yeah. Okay. And it was truly, like, just amazing to see, even though we had kids, like, we had some parents and some adults even come up and get saved, and it was just, like, amazing to see the people on the church that have never been to a church, even though the church is in their town, come up and just get right. saved right then and there.
0: Right. Anybody else? How did that make
3: you feel, 140 souls?
0: I mean, that's why we came. <coughs> And that was
4: that was, that was for me the most like impactful part was just seeing yeah. all these people coming to Christ. And like you wouldn't like we wouldn't know like who gave their heart to Christ because you know, we don't speak Spanish or know what right. they're saying. And the come up to us and oh yeah, you know when like twenty five people got saved this service. Oh okay. Well that's pretty cool. Yeah um, but no, it's just it, after that, you guys did ministry every single time it
0: seemed like somebody was getting saved, and whether it was a testimony or you preaching
4: or drama, whatever, yeah. God was saving. Yeah, it was, and it, it, it was like we, we were just inviting, you know, people from just off the street. So I think a lot of them had like heard of Christ, but I don't think they'd ever experienced it. Mm-hmm. see people experience it and give their life to Christ it was it was an amazing experience. I'm glad I was part of it. Amen. Amen. 140, how does it make
5: you feel? Awesome. It's, um, it's why we came, um, obviously to, to reach the people, but, um, just take it back. Uh, it just, like, shows, like, the obedience of the group to go, like, what it could yield your obedience to the Lord, and, um, Oh, that's good. We talked about, I was able to give, we gave devotionals on different days. Good. And I got to talk about the parable of the sower, and, uh, um, the last one, the last it, it breaks down like three different like seeds, I think. And the last one, it says like just explains it like it could grow thirty times or forty times what was sown. I think we literally saw that from our obedience to go. We saw a yield that was like more than yeah. And it's just it was beautiful, awesome. Pass the mic. Uh, what went what went wrong?
0: <laughs> what went <what might> wrong? <laughs> Listen, spiritual again. The spiritual warfare when you're trying to do something for God is very real? Did you experience anything like that? What did you do about it? Oh.
4: Man, I feel like Jordan
3: can answer this one very well. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> what went wrong? Um, so one of the days I woke up and I was out. Oh, I was, word. I was, <laughs> I was very sick and. Digestive issues. Imagine that. Yeah, we couldn't, so we couldn't even like drink the water, we couldn't brush our teeth with the water in the hotel. like they were just like, even though it could, even though it's filtered, you still are. You You don't risk it. You don't risk it. So it was like water bottles. somebody didn't listen somebody didn't listen it wasn't me i brushed my teeth with the tap water but you know it's fine um but i ended up actually having to go to a doctor and having to get meds and on top of that i ended up getting a double ear infection oh wow so i like couldn't hear anything for two days and i was just like reading lips yep that's nice like i don't know what you Thumbs up. Cool. What else? What went wrong? Um, Well, I mean,
1: honestly, we all experienced our own level of digestional issues. Um, And I think it's funny in a way because when when we first got there, I was like, this is great. Everything's fine. I'm fine. They're like suffering. I'm like, come on, let's go. And then it hit me,
2: it literally
1: hit me, and I thought I was going to die. Um, and then we were in one of the villages that day, and I, I mean, perfectly honest with you, they are called villages because they're not cities, they're not towns, they do not have running water. They flush their toilet, which is a toilet, most of the time, um, with a pail of water. That's how you get it down. And the septic systems are not, not anything either. like here. You don't flush toilet paper, you put it in the basket next to the toilet. Like, and everybody here is like, gross. Yes, it is to us, but this is what they're used to. Um, but you know, it's 110 degrees. Out of respect, we were told to wear pants at the villages when we were, were there. Um, there were five million flies at one of these. I mean, and there were like, nah flies, not just like regular flies. And in your eyes, up your nose, in your ears, it didn't matter. Um, and I just remember feeling like I was going to pass out. Um, and then I looked over at these guys and it just went away, like, it, Just God was everywhere, and he was in it all the time. And, you know, yes, miracles, but feeling those kind of things work out. Um, And the little boy that we prayed over with the legs, there was, I don't know, we walked into that church, and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I'm like, there's something here. Like, there's something kind of special about this kid. I don't know what it is. Don't really care. He just kept looking at me, and he was watching me make a fool of myself doing my hand movements, and he was having the time of his life, and he was moving and shaking, and and then all of a sudden, after the service, it was, we need to pray for him. And it was like, oh, that's weird. Okay, that's why I had the connection with him. Um, And then when we were doing our devotionals, we actually got so busy and missed a day that Caleb and I went back to back and my devotional was about being strong and courageous and really just stepping out there out of my comfort zone. And then he talks about sowing and reaping and it was like, oh, well, that wasn't planned. That was God. Yeah. Um, and then there were just so many little, what we call here, God moments that, that happened that there's too many to, to describe.
0: Alright, so tell us about the Mexican people. How did you communicate? Did you use an interpreter? Did you use uh, your own sign language
3: or whatever? it was very hard to communicate with these people, like if Willie, David or their son Malachi wasn't there, it was just like that's it, like everyone's <laughs> like over there, like come here, like it was just it was it was very difficult at times for right. like some of the people like in the church we stayed in like even though they spoke no english i spoke no spanish they were just like uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. like pretending we knew Not what you any- we were talking about Not anybody else got it
4: yeah it was a lot of, like for me using this weird sign language and we all kind of did and it worked it was great um but there was crazy moments but it didn't really work obviously uh, this is one moment this old lady she walks up to me she's sweet old older lady right she's like She's like waving this branch in my face, and she's like saying something. I'm like, I don't know. What? <laughs> this is, oh man. And then the other ones are everybody else is crowding around me, trying to say something in Spanish to me that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I should take at least one <laughs> English-speaking <inner laughs> person with me. Yeah. And then someone just said tea, and I'm like, see Yes. Yes. Have some. <laughs> so she walks down, and I start following. Like, no, no, don't no follow her. And I'm like. She said tea. She said tea, like what's going on? Well she ended up coming back with some tea for our stomachs, but oh. it was it was some crazy some crazy communication stuff. There, there was one moment when we um, we got all the young adults and we all sat in a circle and uh, we had the missionary's son like, sit right in the middle. Yeah. And we just had to translate for us. Nice so we had go back and forth. It was great. Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
5: the, yeah um, the people were so welcoming. Every church, every just everyone was just so kind to us. Um, I've heard a lot about like when Americans travel other places, like people don't really like like Americans when travel. To. They were so nice to us. Like every single person just mm. like even though like we couldn't always speak to each other and understand what we were saying, there's just like a love that they had. Um, that was actually one of my things. The question is how did
0: you how did the Mexican people treat you? And you felt very, very well treated. Very yeah, very,
5: very, um, Yeah, they just loved on us. Like we ministered there and they they were always, um, whether it was meals, whether it was explaining like the things in their culture, explaining different food items, explaining why they do certain things. They're just all very caring, just just loving people, always happy, smiling, like just the best people. Like it was just a great church community there.
0: Awesome. One thing that stands out above the rest uh, about your time in Mexico, like, what is your best memory? Mm -hmm. And if you want to take a minute, you
5: pass the mic and think about it. I'm gonna say a fun memory because they're gonna say all the super spiritual memories. Um, So so one day we went to um, we were on our way to a village and we stopped at this like waterfall Mm -hmm. and like in my head I was like oh a waterfall it was like a water it was. It was huge. It was like a, like Like in the movies. Like, if you Google like waterfall, it's like, that's the picture that we walked out on. And it was awesome. It was beautiful. It was incredible. We climbed up it a bit, um, jumped off it. It was really fun. Uh, it was yeah. scary jumping off it the first time because so you don't know how deep like, the water is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little yeah. sketchy. It was like, I, like, I
0: couldn't... He probably, told the story and I was like, where was Brian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed
5: he wasn't in the pictures. <laughs> you didn't climb up. No. We we climbed up it and we we're like, oh, well now we have to jump off. We can't just go home and like. It's <laughs> like, do I? Am I paralyzed in Mexico? Or...
0: <laughs> so, All right. Oh, and best memory. I
4: mean, so. Or something that stands out. Yeah, the, the waterfall is great. I mean, but I'm, I'm like you said. I'm gonna go for spiritual life. It's pretty, I don't know. We we went to this, on, on the way to that village that he was talking about, like, I'm, we get out here and I'm like, we're gonna have like three kids. This is gonna be interesting. And then, um, like, we start going out and suddenly there's like, what, 150? 150. There's packed. You couldn't fit another person that you tried. There was literally, like, across the street, there's people. And was that the tent, or was that a physical building? No, it was a building. That was like and just overflow out of the out of the walls. Yeah. Yep, it was this just uh, big concrete building um, oh, with no doors or windows, um, and there was 150 people in there. And afterwards, like the altars were just flooded with, with people bringing their needs and just weeping. And it it was it, it was a crazy experience because it's like at. At first, when we first got there, it was like 110 degrees, 90% humidity, it was gross out here, yeah, it was soup. Um, I was almost passing out with Brian. I went over, they, they got they got me this like little water reservoir and I started dumping it on my head just to yeah. put myself down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm dizzy, about to pass out, and then we started ministering and all went away. Yeah, I was pressed up in front of right, right, it was I preached, too. Awesome. this <laughs> is yes, oh, awesome. awesome. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Jordan, you got
3: one? Yeah, um, one of my oh, favorite- When weren't sick. Yeah, well, that lasted for but- <laughs> Day one, <laughs> of line. <laughs> um, one of my favorite memories was just being able to sit in a circle and communicate with these people, mm-hmm. and like, actually connect with them, and have a conversation, and, And it was cool because it was just like, I didn't think we're going to be able to actually talk to you or understand what you're saying. And like, having the vex son being able to translate was amazing. Mm -hmm. Except, like, you know, when we're leaving, one of the girls speaks English and and can't say anything. Not one word in English. And she just like, she couldn't understand anything. And as we're leaving, she was like, God bless you. And we're like, wait a second. And she started speaking like English. Like for us to under, like enough for us to understand it. It was just like, you kept holding back this whole time. <laughs> um, best memory? Uh,
1: stand out? Um, so it's another God moment. Um, when we first got to the church on Saturday and, and met the youth, um, there was one of the younger guys that, again, just he stood out to me. Um, and so I just spent the week just praying for him. I, that's all, I, there was something there. Um, and then at the last day before we, we headed back to the hotel, um, we all kind of sat around in a circle and, and did this. We talked about our finest moments, what we learned, and it was just another opportunity to, to share and spend some time with them. And when it was his turn to speak, Um, he just began talking about how at the beginning of the week his heart was so hard and he didn't he he just wasn't a believer and there was times that he didn't even want to be there Um, and he just felt over the week that his heart just he felt it soften and he just you know, he started to just be grateful for things. Um, And then the reason that it it meant so much, not only because it was another God thing that he showed me and I just prayed for him, um, but his sister um, was a big, was actually the one who held out on the English on us. Um, But she was there when he was telling the story and she just began to weep and, it just was so moving because you know it was family and you know it, she prayed for her brother, she saw him be delivered and it's just it was just amazing to be able to to witness awesome. it working within the church
0: awesome Pastor the mic. How do you guys think that we should pray for the Beck family? What kind of needs do you think they have? How should we? We need to know. We need to. Know. You were there. You saw.
4: All right. Um, there's a lot you can pray for the backs for. They they need the prayer. Sure. Um, they've got. So there's 140 people got saved, right? Those people need discipleship. You can't just get someone saved and say, "All right, you're you're good. I'll go." You know. They. So they're, they're, they're working on you know, visiting these pastors and making sure everything's going well. And, and, and that's a lot of work. Materials, that, Bibles, resources. Exactly, when you're getting Bibles, and resources, and materials, that's expensive. And they, they rely, I believe, completely on, on donations. So just pray that the Lord would bless them in, in that area. And, yeah. and that, I, I don't know, I feel like it'd be really easy to get overwhelmed yeah, that. so just just pray that they they would that the Lord would give them strength to do that. Yeah. Provision,
5: protection, okay. peace. Um, it was really cool to be with the kids, um, the next kids, uh, Malachi and Ezra. Yeah, yeah, we got to hang out with them for the week, and they kept saying, uh, "It's so great you guys are here. We don't usually get to talk in English people." We used everyone they speak to is all, all Mexican. You know? yep. um, so I think we were really a blessing to them, but I think that just to pray that they wouldn't be homesick, that they would really. Mm. Um, That's good. Yeah. That they, they would find deeper roots there, and even like for the kids and, and just peace over the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we pause right now? Caleb, why don't you leave That's us a prayer for the pet? Dear um, God, um, I just want to lift up the Beck family right now, Father God. You um, know you're using them, Lord. I just pray that um, you would protect them while they're down there in Mexico, Father God. Yes. And any attack of the enemy would be, would be shielded by you, Father God. Um, I just pray that um, that you would just be with them, Lord. That you would provide for yes. their every need, whether it's financial, whether yes. it's just uh, just peace, Father God, that you would provide. I yes. just uh, pray a peace over their family, Father God, that um, anything that tries to attack them would just, just stop the name of Jesus, Father God. Mm. Um, I pray for the kids, Lord. I pray that the kids would feel at home in Mexico, that the kids would feel um, just blessed by their family here in the U.S. that's praying for them, that loves them, Lord, that, they, that the best would know that they have a family here in Rochester that loves them. Yes. That, that Jesus, you would just fall in the ministry and that you would just help them, Lord. Thank you for our time there. with Jesus. bless just blessing. Amen. 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 If you could go
0: back to Mexico next week, would you go
5: again? Why or why not? Yes. Why? why? Oh, um, it was awesome. It was beautiful. Uh, it was a great opportunity to do ministry. It was It was incredible. Awesome. Um, people were awesome. Food was awesome. Uh, I could live there. It was sick. <laughs> 100% yes.
4: But, I mean... For, for the food, for the experience and all that. But I, I feel like for me, we, we connected with some people, right? Yeah. We made a lot of, we made some friends. We were a stream with these people every single day. Um, and it was just, it was it was difficult to mm-hmm. leave, I mean, f- frankly. I think we were all a little emotional leaving. It was difficult to leave, um, hard to very, leave. Very, very. So I'd say yes, I would 100% go back. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go
0: back.
3: We um, are gonna, gonna go back. Our is actually doing yeah. mission-stripping. March. June, awesome. Mexico, so, so you're going back to Mexico? Yeah. Huh? So yeah. I'm definitely going back. Um, it was just an experience that I've never had before and awesome. especially with like, the Beck family they were just so welcoming and you know, their kids were just so nice. and. Mm. Awesome. It was just, like, great to connect with their kids and, like, talk to them, because they're, like, nobody really speaks English, so we can't really have much conversation with the people. Yes. And it was just, like, truly amazing to, like, connect with that family and the people there. And I to everybody. Awesome. <laughs> no, <I'm terrible>, <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Um, I'm gonna accidentally be in Mexico in March, um, I will 100% go back. I think it was still just the first day after uh, meeting with just the, the home church, yeah. um, Jordan and I were like, yeah, this this is it. Like, there's, there is something here. Um, and we actually, I heard um, from David this morning. Um, that they will actually be doing another missions trip like this in July. So mm-hmm. if anybody yeah. is hearing this and wants to be a part of it, just be prepared. The second week of July, they'll be planning another trip, and um, I know I will be going. And you heard three other already goings, and by then we should learn some more Spanish. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely, would go back any any day you take that. So what did I miss? Is there anybody here? How we don't have the a ton food? of time.
0: What's
5: that? The
2: food. The food. <laughs> the food Tell
5: them, food. Kaylo. It was awesome. Um, Mexican Mexican food is different than American Mexican food. Um, it was, yeah, it was incredible. Um, describe, describe a taco. Taco, um, so we actually, one of the villages we went to, we got to see them make the corn tortillas and like the press and like, like from start to finish to like the warm t- tortilla like being there. You said they eat them just like that. They eat it? just like tortilla, limon, uh, some yeah. salt, like just, and it's so good. And it's like not like the market basket like, 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 <laughs> like, um, like just the tortilla and then like, you can throw like, some meat on it and just, they do such a great job, and salsas and picante. And just, you know, lots of, like, lots of sauces. sauces. I saw one picture of like we, seven or eight sauces. During the week, um, I personally have a love for horchata. I've always loved horchata. And this week, horchata. I got right to in. kind of introduce my friends here to some horchata, but technically the Mexicans did. Uh, <laughs> 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 but now we like kind of share this love for horchata. Might does anybody think? know of horchata? No. No. what horchata?
2: What does it look like? What is so it? it's,
5: um, it looks like milk. It looks like milk. It's like, it's like oh, wow. a sweet cinnamon y, oh, oh, okay. I think right. Brian, it's rice right. milk. We made it already. Yeah. I made it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I, I love it. And the food was incredible pretty much everywhere we went. We went to like one restaurant. In San Cristobal, it was got like a to- I had like ten tacos. It was. I got a, a text got from the missionaries five. that they had seventy-five tacos at yeah, one
0: time, and then I got a little more. De- it wasn't just <laughs> these four, which I was like. At first, it I was like, I was like yeah, you did it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was
5: a big group of them. I'm
0: like, oh, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Some tamales or something at the village or something. Like, yeah, we had a lot of tamales. Ideas, good stuff. Good awesome. Thing. Anybody else? Food.
4: The Some. food was amazing. Like, <laughs> you haven't had authentic Mexican food ever. But we, we get, we get to like these villages, right? You know, and they they'd have this like, this like tamale wrapped in a wrapped an banana leaf, and I open it. And it's this is like, I never seen tamale before. It's a green thing, and I'm like, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> and my God, give me great. I ate it. It was. I'm like, all right. Give me, like, 20 more of these things. I'm taking them back to the U.S. It's, it was amazing. So was talk great.
0: about that a little bit. Because um, some people may not understand the culture mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what do you think were you spoken to about
4: when you're offered food? You're coming into this. Talk, talk about yeah. that a little bit. You yeah, we were told, like, all right, guys, the village is going to cook for you. Just eat it. Like, we're going to pray don't say no. You don't say no. You right. eat it. So we're like... It's no problem for me, I'm crammed it all, I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's, it's insulting. Man. It's yeah. very insulting, yeah. yeah. You, you don't just leave, leave food. Oh, so that's, we just try to be good missionaries, eat everything we could. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else
3: have something, you have something to add, before? for yeah. um, So one of the fun experiences of being sick on a trail. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> It's very different. They serve hot soup when it's like a hundred degrees out, yeah. and oh, no. I'm sitting there. They Boy, give me a, a huge bowl of like <laughs> chicken soup. With p- potatoes, bones. carrots, like the chicken has bones in it. Chicken, so, chicken. chicken. chicken bones. Chicken right. bones. They just cook the whole chicken in a pot and that's it. It breaks down when it needs to. And I'm sitting there sweating, dripping sweat. <laughs> i like, oh, sweat it out. the soup is oh. so great. <laughs> <laughs> And they at I was like, you want the like, I'm not going to be able to get more than a couple bites in right now. And I was just like, I can't leave it, it's in And David's like, just eat the stuff in it, leave the broth, it'll be okay. All right, food, anything? This is uh, a- the food was amazing,
1: um, but I'll touch on the taco again um, <laughs> because they they spent days talking about this place that we're gonna go get tacos. Um, kind of like when you talk about food and we finally get it and it's like, oh, okay. Um, but I expected like everybody else would when you say taco, where's the lettuce and tomato and cheese? No, this was some kind of pork meat with pineapple and 700 different kinds of spicy salsas. And just, it, it, it's not the same. Like the food was unfortunately also life changing and I need to go back. <laughs> but it is it is true. It was a little sketchy um, when, when they said, you just don't refuse anything. Um, <laughs> they drink a lot of soda, um, and their soda is actually more sugar than our soda. Okay. And I don't drink soda, like. Being diabetic, I'm not wasting carbohydrates and sugars on Coke. Right. Um, but they also celebrate everything. So everything that we did it was like celebrate. Let's have a Coke. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh, like I kind of forgot the rule, and I was like, no, oh, no, thank you. And they just like kept trying to give me this this thing. And, and finally, I just played stupid American. I'm like, oh, I thought you wanted to give me coffee and sleep. So I drank the Coke and I mean, I could have died, but it, it, just, it, it was true. They started to like creep in. Like it started with one lady offering me the Coke and then they like oh, turned into three, oh. turned into five. And it was like, yes,
2: yes, and I'm like, no, yeah. Um,
1: But like in America, any good dad doesn't like to see anything go to waste, so we purposely sat across from each other, so anytime my little sickie couldn't finish his food. It was like, okay, is anyone looking? All right, ready, one, two, switch. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry.
0: Double taco.
1: So, um, no, that wasn't when nobody passed anything. Like, you know, it was the weird macaroni and cheese spaghetti, which was delicious. But um, yeah, the tamales. It's like just, just eat it, time, time.
0: oh, praise God. Let's give God glory. says for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes clearly this team was not ashamed in fact they boldly went to Mexico to share Jesus and God literally used them to reach lost souls for his glory listen none of this would have been possible without your faithful support Uh, when you tithe regularly or give specifically to missions you enable us to sponsor teams like this, and God uses them for his glory. In fact, listen, you may not have been physically in Mexico, but because together we're better, and because we're blessed to be a blessing, we share in the fruit of of their ministry. And so thank you so much. Uh, Keep it up. Again, we're so proud of this Mexico Missions team. Thank you guys for going, for saying yes. Let's close in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you uh, for this team. We thank you for the Beck family. Uh, We thank you, Lord, for the faithful support of your people. I pray, God, that this experience that was life-changing for them would inspire some of us to take some risks, to begin to believe you for when we might go or if we can't go, to find a way to send someone in our name, in the name of Jesus and in our place. And so, Lord, uh, just have your way. Touch every life. In Jesus' name, God's People said? Amen. 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 You may be dismissed. by the longest service, but great for the Amen. glory of God. Amen.